1: Inside Sources. Side Sources with Boyd Matheson. Last Friday, the Biden administration announced new funding to address the very real, very prevalent opioid epidemic in the United States of America. Utah got a solid chunk from that budget allocation, totaling almost $11 million. We wanted to look into what that funding will be used for specifically, what populations are going to be targeted the impact, and how we all link arms and move forward on this crucial issue together. Very pleased to have joining us on the program, Veronica Little, who is the State Opioid Treatment Program Administ- Administrator at the Utah Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, Veronica, thanks for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, so let's jump into this. Uh, obviously, the, the Biden-Harris administration announced uh, that action funding uh, and funding to address the overdose overdose epidemic, uh, particularly as it gets to, to things like fentanyl. Uh, tell us what that looks like in terms of what came to the state of Utah and what the targets are. Who are we really trying to help? What's uh, What's on the agenda?
2: Yeah, I am really excited that this is something that people are talking about more and more often, and we are very happy to receive additional funding This is actually the fourth um, iteration of opioid funds that come to the states through SAMHSA, which is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration. Um, Through this funding and these grant allocations, each of the states are able to address um, state-specific issues relating to overdose death. Um, These dollars include opioid addiction and stimulant addiction services. And so really the focus of the grant funding is to um, look at the continuum of prevention, harm reduction, treatment, and recovery support services.
0: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison.
1: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: We appreciate the fact that these funds come to states directly in order to be able to assess really our state-specific needs and be able to implement funding throughout our communities in different ways.
1: Yeah, I think that's such a crucial component to all of this that you get it to the, the state in a block that you can then say, okay, here's, here's where we are. Here's the situation here in the state of Utah. Here's how we can target. Here's how we can have the greatest impact and the greatest results, uh, for the long haul. Uh, so give us some, some sense in terms of that breakdown. You mentioned that kind of, uh, broad brush in terms of what kinds of services are we looking at preventative recovery, uh, and sustainability.
2: Absolutely. So if if it's okay with you, I I think the easiest way for me to explain it or to talk about it is to talk about programs that we are currently funding and how we are continuing to fund them in the future. So um, some of the things that we currently work on with prevention, primary prevention, is one of the areas that we focus on and talk about. So things like um, the Know Your Script campaign, talking about what opioids are, um, things to ask providers when they are prescribing an opioid or a stimulant. Um, and learning really how to talk about and know what options there are available and what the concerns might be for having a prescription. Um, we focus on things like harm reduction, um, things such as naloxone, the training of naloxone, how to use it, and then distribution. Um, for those of you who don't know, naloxone is a re- um, an opioid reversal medication that can be used to help um, over, like, I'm sorry to help um, overturn an overdose so that people can survive and live and continue to have healthy, productive lives. We um, provide funding for treatment services. Um, One of the treatment services I think that's unique to this type of funding is programs such as the Bridge Program. It's a clinic that is currently we're funding through um, the University of Utah where individuals who are seeking medication-assisted treatment can go and get started on buprenorphine and they are then able to stay in treatment there or be connected to community partners to be um, provided medications as they are also working on other forms of treatment. We also fund things like recovery support services. This can be anything from helping individuals um, with funding for housing, all the way through to having recovery support coaches um, so like people who can come and talk to individuals who are experiencing an overdose or who are struggling with addiction and help guide them, let them know what options they have, um, and give them somebody to contact and talk to who isn't necessarily, um, somebody who's telling them they have to go to treatment or telling them that they don't have to, it's somebody who's just, who has lived experience who can help guide them along their path, um, And then we have other innovative projects and things like that that we're doing. That kind of gives you an overview of the different types of services.
1: Yeah, and so important. Each of those components uh, is such a critical piece of the puzzle, uh, depending on where someone is in in that journey. Uh, One of the other things I wanted to ask you uh, was – some of those uh, populations served in terms of that target. Obviously this is uh, impacting everything from young people to, to elderly people uh, who are dealing with opioid dependence and addiction. Uh, Are there specific targets in terms of age or, or uh, communities that you're going after uh, with some of this funding?
2: Sure. That's a great question. Um, Because of the array of services that we can fund with these dollars, We don't really have a target population as far as age goes. We can provide services to anybody at any age. Um, We can provide the funding to our local authorities to do that as well. Um, The main target for this grant funding is to ensure that people have access to treatment services, especially services that include FDA-approved medications for addiction treatment. So the majority of that would focus on 18 and older, however, um, medication assisted treatment can be utilized for those under 18 as well.
1: Wonderful. And uh, as you're looking at that, Veronica, uh, what are some of the things that you wish we were talking about more in our communities? You you see the full spectrum, obviously, in in your role there, what's happening, what's working, uh, why we continue to have uh, these issues at such a high rate. What's, what's part of that conversation that uh, you think maybe we're missing or that we ought to really amplify or go at in a little a more aggressive way?
2: Wow, that's a really tough question because um, there is no one solution to this problem of um, substance use and overdose death that we have um, here in Utah, but also in our nation. I guess the one thing I think that it would be really helpful is for us to really um, help reduce the stigma of overdose because drug overdose is the leading cause of injury death in Utah. Um, The the majority of those overdoses are with opioids and stimulants and our rate in Utah for overdose has been incredibly high um, starting in 2000 and it remained significantly higher than average until 2015. Um, At that point we really peaked and our our overdoses have remained consistently high since then um, the rest of the nation kind of just caught up more to where we were with our overdose deaths. And that's, that's really scary. One of the things in Utah is that prescription overdoses have really been leading um, in the cause of overdose deaths. But that is now kind of plateauing. Um, we've seen a dramatic increase, um, just like other states have, in methamphetamine-involved overdose deaths. Um, it is actually exceeding and um, those of opioid prescriptions, again, oh, wow. historically, that had been our leading cause of overdose death. Right. But now mm. methamphetamine is just as involved. And so we're grateful that this grant funding that came through also includes um, th- the funding to allow for the use of stimulant misuse and um, stimulant overdoses, because we want to make sure that we're attacking this holistically. Yeah. It's not just one substance um, that is involved for most people. And really, anybody who takes an opioid, whether it's prescribed or not, is at risk for overdose.
1: Yeah, such an important conversation. Veronica Little is the state opioid treatment program administrator at the Utah Department of Health and Human Services. Great insight. This is a crucial conversation. We're going to keep coming back to it. Important funding, important things yet ahead. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids...